everyone. You're listening to the Jersey Church Podcast, where we give practical tips to equip people to care and connect others to Christ. Well, welcome everyone to the Jersey Church Podcast. I'm Todd Smeltzer and with my co-host, Matt Reed. How are you, sir? Doing all right. Doing all right. How, how's your day going so far, Todd? So far, so good. I had an early morning breakfast with a, a good friend, and, and that, was, uh, that was good. So I am uh, hyped up on too much coffee and a full breakfast. So who knows? <laughs> So, so you're either going to stay awake or fall asleep, one of the two. <laughs> They're battling within me <laughs> as we speak. So. <laughs> uh, so this is, I can't believe it's RD uh, podcast number eight already. Mm-hmm. And this one we have entitled Disciple Making in a Pandemic. And I mean, one of the reasons Matt and I felt led to, to touch on this Topic, not that we're going to exhaust everything that could be said uh, or even come close to it, but we just recognize that, I mean, everything has been impacted by what we're going through. Uh, and there's plenty beyond the pandemic uh, that we could discuss today. And it's impacted pretty much every aspect of our lives, every aspect of our church. And we recognize that it has uh, really impacted worship services and right. small groups and, and serving and and every area of next gen ministry and and yet we recognize that that all of those things you know must uh, must forge ahead and so thankful for the progress the lord's allowed us to make in, in each one of those and uh, but at the same time we really felt like uh, rd is uniquely positioned to fly under the radar with with the least amount of restrictions and, and it comes with a significant impact. And, and so it just felt led to, to touch on some of the, the reasons why that we're seeing uh, in that and the reasons why now could be um, uh, as great a time as ever to, if you aren't involved in a RD group or have uh, still Okay, you've been listening for a while, but but there's not been something to maybe uh, push you over that threshold of of, uh, of praying about one to join. That uh, now could be one of those uh, significant times. So, I think you know, Matt. One of the first things we we were talking about was you know one of the biggest whys is that the need is great right now right. on so many different levels. Yeah, and so Todd, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What do you think has been I the don't great see a question on our agenda? <laughs> Todd, we just we just have discussions. We just have discussions. Oh, this so, is a discussion. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, what do you think is the greatest way you and your family has been impacted by the pandemic? What do you think is the greatest way, like the or the toughest way, or the most uh, the most life changing? Um, thing that it, that the pandemic has caused your family and it could be maybe an individual in your family or uh or you what do you think wow uh i would say and this is a lot of this is time in life yeah but this was going to be i i may have mentioned this on previous podcasts but this was going to be the uh the 
one of the biggest years for the Smeltzer clan. And that was, you know, 25th wedding anniversary. That was first college graduation, second high school graduation. And the impact it's had on all of those things and how we've had to uh, change expectations. And, but on the flip side of that, you know, there's been some grieving and, and all of those things, but on the flip side, the amount of time we are spending together and able to capitalize in this season, not knowing uh, how much longer it's going to be until we'll be empty nesters. And that's, you know, it's hard to comprehend, but, uh, but thankful for every moment that we have together right now. And I think I would say that even for two teenagers and a 20 something, I, I think they would wholeheartedly agree that, uh, very thankful for the additional time together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, that's good. Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate you answering my question. On so back yeah. So I was thinking about this. Um, it's similar. So my kids are younger. They're, they're three, six and eight. Um, and they just started school from home. Um, and I think that has been the hardest thing for us because we did it last spring. And of course, uh, one of my, one of my son's uh, his teacher's uh, teacher was pregnant when the uh, school year started last year. And so in January, she took her maternity leave and he got a substitute, a long-term substitute. And it just happened to be her first teaching position ever. And then they go into a, a pandemic. So, you know, poor, the poor, she's a young lady. She did the best she could, um, but it was just a tough situation. And so, so, you know, and then I felt like schools weren't as prepared for this last year. And so it went from like literally my wife and I, mostly my wife, trying to get my sons who are then, you know, who are eight and six to sit down for like seven hours a day in front of a screen. Uh, that's not a cartoon or a TV show. Um, uh, and, you know, and then they actually, they whittled it down to where they're only in front of it for a couple hours and it went back up and uh, it was just really hard. Um, and then let me tell you, the whole new math thing, all the parents talking about learning math again, it's, it, the challenge is real. The, 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 the evil spirit of new math does exist and it invaded my home and uh, put a hex on me because I couldn't figure it out. Um, but uh, uh, so, I mean, so we had that, but now this fall, the schools are much more prepared, but it's still trying to get our sons to sit down and none of them wanted to do school from home. And, and, you know, and so that obviously it takes a toll on my wife, who's a stay at home mom with them. Um, and I did some of it yesterday, Wednesdays I go in late. And so I did some of it yesterday and, and, uh, you know, it, it takes a toll on us, which, in, you know, creates kind of a, an emotional household. Uh, on all fronts uh, with fatigue and things like that. And, and so as we, were, as we were talking about, you know, making disciples in the midst of the pandemic, uh, I think for me, the need is so great because everybody's experiencing what you and I have just experienced. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the educational system is turned upside down for, for our kids and that's college down, right? Like how many college students are online now and they don't want to be, um, or, I've heard of college students have, they've lost money because they had a, they had to back out of their lease because their school wasn't letting them come. And they're like, well, I'm not going to go stay in an apartment where I can't leave. Um, and then, uh, but then also for parents who, you know, jobs are changing, they're working from home or they got furloughed and uh, you know, they, we had, they had that nice thing for unemployment going for a while. And, and uh, but then also, you know, you think masks, social distancing, um, and then it gets into online stuff, right? Like you're trying to do zoom meetings with people and, and churches online. And, and then you come back to church, but you're still having to social distance and wear a mask. I mean, it's, it's not just our occupations, but it's our families. It's our social gatherings. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's the pandemic has touched everything about us. 
And with that, go ahead. And, and just everything else, it's, it's revealed throughout our country and the rest of the world. And yeah. everything else sw swirling around us from, uh, you know, the, the incredible need for uh, racial reconciliation and yes. racism in America and then uh, the political situation. I mean, yeah. the list of things that we could be preoccupied by or be consumed by or uh, just uh, be focused on is, is endless. Right. Oh, and, and, and all those situations are like made more complex by the, uh, the pandemic. It's like, it's like a perfect storm of craziness. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, but one thing that I've always thought about in just any kind of transition, any kind of change is change brings up insecurities in everybody's life. It brings up, uh, it, when things are made new, uh, you, you were, had learned how to focus in the old way. Then when things are new, you know, it's like you have to learn how to refunction, right? You have to learn how to live again. And, you know, in, in one, in the old way, you kind of said, hey, I know I'm going to be tempted, you know, with sin here, here, and here, and this is how I deal with it. Well, when, you know, the pan something like a pandemic comes and this whole new cultural upheaval, um, you, you've got to figure out how to function in a new environment where temptations and insecurities seem almost surprising because you've never experienced them this way. Um, and so it's interesting how when life is changing so much like it is today, how uh, our spiritual lives can be turned upside down because we were functioning and following the Lord. And now all of a sudden things are new and we're surprised that this is tempting me now and I never even knew it. Or here's an insecurity I never even knew I had that's coming out because, you know, everything's new. You know, change does that to everybody and myself included. I remember the first couple of weeks of working from home, I was like, this is going to be great. You know, I'm going to make phone calls. I'm going to hang out with my family. Like it's going to be awesome. And by the end of the day, I was exhausted because it's like, man, there are so many uh, just surprising stressors that I didn't even see coming. Um, and so, yeah. And then with that comes the emotional strain. Like everybody right now is talking about anxiety in teens, confusion and anxiety in kids, uh, discouragement, depression. And I think all that comes from just people don't know how to, uh, function in this new environment. Uh, and, and we're learning we're and myself included. And, and, and that, you know, includes what you were talking about, Todd, with disappointments of, you know, past experiences lost and opportunities lost. And so, uh, so I think what RD gives us is an opportunity to sit down with some people and just to put it all on the table. Right. And just to say, man, this time is tough. And, and then to have some brothers and sisters in Christ go, you're right. And we're, let's remember though, that God is in charge, that God is in control that God has promised he'll get us through anything, that he's given us strength to function and to live and to resist temptation. Um, and so it's, it's just a, a great place to take your life when things are just swirling out of control because you've got people you trust there. So, um, so yeah, but I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a place to, where you can process all that junk too, right, Todd? Like, I know you've talked about that of just, you know, how do you process this stuff now in, in, in RD? Yeah, and, and we certainly didn't want to leave our listeners off and make this a 10-minute podcast uh, and just, okay, here's all the things that <laughs> have gone wrong and could go wrong into the future. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, we want to bring it back to, and again, we're just going to touch on three quick um, significant reasons why RD is uniquely uh, positioned to be a, a place of blessing and a place of continued spiritual growth and maturity. Uh, and then eventually, 
uh, multiplication through through really intentional relationships and and this place to process. I mean, you know what I've been somewhat surprised by is is how deeply emotional a lot of these topics are for people. And I mean, you talk to anybody and everybody has an opinion. Uh, and all you have to do is ask them. Uh, so, what do you think about masks? You know, oh and my gosh, hey, yes, that could be a uh, you know at, at least a five ten minute rant, uh, if not yeah. longer. And that's just that's just one small aspect. Uh, and yet, we recognize that that yeah, all of us have an opinion, but but none of us have all the answers. And you know, and and what this relational environment uh, provides is an opportunity to bring all of us back to God's word, hearing from him through his word, allowing the Holy Spirit to continue to do a, uh, a work of, um, of transformation in our lives and, and a place to process, I mean, what it means to obey what he has commanded us to do, regardless of circumstances that surround us. And is there a temptation when you sit down, um, you know, when we get together on Tuesday mornings, uh, can we go on for uh, for a little bit in terms of, oh my goodness, I can't believe this is happening at work, or I can't believe this restriction is 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 taking place, and uh, how absurd is this compared to this, and and so on and so forth, and and yet, I mean, once we get a little bit of that out, you know, it is a chance to come back. Okay, let's all take a deep breath and see what God has for us uh, to uh, to do about all that. Because at the end of the day, it it still comes back to us hearing from the Lord, obeying what he says, and uh, and acting on that. You know, right. and it's just a chance to cut through the, the endless stream of difficult topics and remind each other you know, to abide in Christ, to rest in him, uh, to listen to him and, and, and do what he is, uh, is telling us to do. So I think that this place to process is key because uh, that's not a lot of people have that, you know, maybe people try to find an outlet online, you know, and is that the best place for it? You know, or are they, uh, you can only talk to your spouse so much about uh, these types of things, and and uh, but a place where you're going to be uh, encouraged and challenged and uh, really held accountable to bring you back to the Lord, His Word, and uh, and obeying Him. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's it's a lot of that. What you're talking about too is just verbalizing it. Mm-hmm. Like there's something about sitting down and saying this is hard or this doesn't make sense to me or I'm confused or, you know, this brings up an insecurity in me. And, and, and when you do that, you have people who you trust are going to give you godly counsel that, uh, that's, um, you know, that will say, well, you're right. And then remember, but remember who God is and remember, you know, why we follow him and remember what he's done. Uh, remember what he said he will do. And so, um, and really I think too, it's, it's a place where you can pray. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's a place where you can you can come to the Lord in prayer and and uh, and and put all that stuff on the table and um, and you know you share your concerns, you share your needs, you share your struggles, you admit them, you admit your sins, you admit your you know your your weaknesses, and then you have people around you that can love you and pray for you. And you know what is prayer? But it's it's seeking the Lord about what He's doing in your life and what He's doing around you. And and when you have people doing that with you, just the encouragement is. Uh, is so, so, so great. 
uh, I met with a group one time where we did this and at the, you know, at the end we'd kind of tell everything and, and we'd have somebody look at you and go, do you want to, do you want to continue to follow Jesus? And you'd say, yes, I do. And they said, do you, uh, do you agree that the things you did that were sinful this week were wrong? Yes. And do you repent of those? Yes. And then we'd have this thing we'd say where, well, you know, you're forgiven and Christ loves you and he's still in you and he's still leading you. And it was just to have somebody say that to me, it was like, wow, like, yeah, you know, it's not just me making it up in my head, trying to make myself feel good. It's, it's truly in the Bible. And then another brother uh, is being Jesus to me by speaking it. Um, so, you know, come, come with a spirit of prayer in that time. Yeah. And, and the, the, the additional level of peace that comes with, with knowing, being reminded who we are, who we are in Christ, Mm -hmm. uh, and our identity in him. And then to know that as we verbalized, you know, and really I think it's so helpful to get to specific things. Okay. To be able to cut through all this noise and to really hone in on, all right, what is uh, that specific one step, you know, I personally need to take this week or that one specific thing that I am uh, most struggling with right now. All these other things are going on. And, yeah. and I think oftentimes we can leave them in a general state and, and, uh, and there's just this, you know, general level of anxiety that we just, you know, carry throughout uh, every one of our days. But, uh, but to get to specifics, and then, I mean, just this morning, just felt led to, you know, text each of the guys in, in my current RD group, you know, just specific things that we're praying for one another. And, and I know when I receive that, you know, are able to give that away, receive that in return, it's, wow, here's somebody that has listened to me, heard me, knows me, is getting to know me more. Uh, and it is, uh, it's just a very encouraging, refreshing time that you're just not going to find just any place. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. So, so I think it's a place to process, uh, also a place to pray. And, mm-hmm. and I think also it's a, a place to prepare. Uh, what, you know, what is the Lord leading us to do about this? It's we can rant all day long about uh, the, the challenges that are around us. Uh, but, but ultimately when it comes back to, uh, to each of us personally, you know, how am I going to cling to the Lord through this? You know, what does that look like? What is, uh, what is it, um, what is he saying through his word? And uh, how are we hearing from him? And, and then I keep going back to uh, uh, the actions as a result. And, and how is it going to lead, how is it, how am I going to lead my family through this? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that is another level of responsibility, not just uh, leading ourselves, but, uh, but also leading others. And, you know, it starts with uh, if we're married, our spouses, or our kids, or if we're not, our um, maybe our friends or, or extended family. And, and what impact is uh, is the Lord leading us to uh, to have in uh, in those significant relationships around us? And and then I think then there's that next uh, sort of concentric circle outside of that is you know how am I going to reach others through this? Mm-hmm. And you know I saw a headline the other day. It's like is is um, seeing others come to Christ, uh, how, how the potential of that in this given season. And I mean, there's, there's possibilities around us uh, every day of the week. And 
all it takes is is going outside your front door and, and talking to your next door neighbor or uh, or the uh, the coworker on Zoom or or if you're back in the office uh, the next cube will go over but uh, but how am I going to reach others and and I think one of the primary things in all of that is is having all of this other stuff either settled or uh, at peace and not consumed with uh, either stuff outside of us or what we're going through, but be able to get beyond all of that and have that settled uh, to the point where it's like, all right, I can focus on one, you know, other people. Right. Yeah. And the additional clarity and perspective that brings, because I, I think as long as the spotlight is still on challenges outside of us or the, uh, the difficulties within us, it doesn't afford us that that opportunity to uh, uh, to have the spotlight on other people. But as soon as that happens, it's wow, uh, the different perspective that brings that even in this um, atmosphere that the Lord can can use us potentially in even greater ways uh, to show that wow, they have a sense of peace that I do not have you know, through all of this. They have a sense of joy in the midst of uh, trials and challenges and right. uh, and their persevere they just have a level of perseverance endurance that wow, there is you know and and uh, that I am not exhibiting through this yeah and you you can't I, I I found it true that you can't turn your eyes from yourself to others without others helping you does that make sense Yes. Like it's not something where, I mean, people say they do it and they go, you know, I'm sitting in my house and I'm going, man, I'm just kind of stuck in my own junk. I'm going to start thinking about other people. Like, I think that can happen, but, but I think, I think more often than not, you need other people to look at your life and say, Hey man, like you are struggling with this and you need to start, you know, looking at this or you are so wrapped up in yourself that you need to start looking, you know, somewhere else. Like, uh, and I know for me, I just need somebody to kind of give me that little shake of like, hey, stop looking at your own sorry life. And, you know, how are you going to help others? And and um, and so I do think, you know, the, the spirit does that, um, the Holy Spirit. But I think an RD group is just a, a regular place where, one, you've already committed to talk about other people's lives, right? Like you're already committed to look at somebody else's. And then, two, it gives you people to tell you like, hey, like maybe you need to start thinking about your family instead of just your own, you know, problems or you start looking at your neighbors and reaching out to them. So I think it's, you know, it just kind of all fits like that. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's mm -hmm. good. I think it makes me think of uh, times where you'll, you'll ask for, all right, tell me about a time where you experienced some of the uh, most accelerated time of spiritual uh, transformation in your life yeah. or some of the, the greatest times of growth. You know, did that happen at a time where you were uh, isolated and it was just you and the Lord and working through that? Uh, is there a need for that? Absolutely. Or did it come a time where where that was that was hitting on on all cylinders? But but there were also people around you uh, for encouragement, speaking truth into your life. And right. and I mean, hands down, those those times uh, end up winning out. Uh, over over times when when it's more of just uh, just us and the Lord, yeah, that's good. So we talked about uh, with just the great need that the pandemic has brought. Um, RD is a is a place where you can process uh, what's going on in your life. It's a place where you can pray uh, about what's going on in your life, 
And then it's a place where you can prepare to live as God would have you live. Um, and all of those uh, are strengthened by actually being with the people, you know, in your RD group. And, you know, an RD group is, what is it? You know, what do we say? Three to five, you know, it's three to yeah. five people. And, and much uh, easier to get to that level uh, together than it is uh, 15, 20, few hundred right. things along those lines. Yeah. And then even for a while there, uh, you know, the governor wasn't even allowing more than 10 people to get together. So you're able to do this. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, I would think about doing it in somebody's backyard, in a, in a garage, a big room. I mean, you can get real creative um, at a park, you know, as it gets colder, we're up here in Ohio. So as it gets colder, you know, maybe you stick with the garage and you just put a space heater out there. And, uh, you know, I know my father-in-law has a Saturday morning Bible study. They meet in the garage every week and nobody really complains. Um, and so, you know, it's just, it's, you're creative on how you get together, but you can. So now, uh, one thing, Todd, right? Like if, if people are interested in RD, uh, there is going to be an RD interest meeting on Sunday, September 13th, uh, from six to six thirty PM. Uh, we're going to put it in the show notes. Um, we're doing it on zoom, correct? So we are, and look at you. I know. Look at all those details. I got. All those details. You just rattled every one of them off, and all of them were spot on. Yes, they really were. Right. So. Detail. I mean, well it's done. been a while since I have to say something exactly correct without a chance to correct myself. So, but again, I'll I'll do it again for you, Todd. September thirteenth from six to six thirty p.m. So a half an hour on Zoom. Uh, it'll be in the show notes if you wanna if you wanna uh, participate. You get to hear a little bit more of of Todd here talking about uh, RD and how it how it um, starts and moves forward and and how to get involved. Uh, so so yeah. I would, I would encourage you to, uh, to listen to that and to, to come to that and, and, and look at our D as a place to process, to pray, and to prepare for what you know, God has for you. So, Todd, anything else before we uh, sign off? I think that wraps it up. So, uh, good being with you, and uh, hope everyone has a great week. Yep. See you, everybody.